Today is Monday, April 12th. The title for our devotional is The High Priestly Prayer. This week we're going to be going through John 17 and the High Priestly Prayer of Jesus again. This time looking at some of the other many themes that Jesus prays in this prayer. Last week we looked at the resurrection themes contained within this prayer as Jesus was soon to die, rise from the dead, and ascend into heaven. He calls this the hour in his prayer. I want to take the opportunity today to just remind you of the context and to read the whole prayer again in one sitting, as we did last week. This prayer, again, occurs at the end of the Last Supper, the Passover meal Jesus shares with his disciples before he is going to the cross. The dominant theme of the Supper in John's Gospel is Jesus' imminent departure, hence why this is commonly known as the Farewell Discourse. If I were trying to be a trendy youth pastor, I'd say that Jesus is about to peace out and it's got the disciples all about to freak out. (sighs) Okay. This is, anyways, a very intimate moment with them, one that the disciples don't fully understand at this point, but later will. It's not surprising, then, that Jesus ends their time together with a prayer for them. As we've seen through this campaign, Jesus tends to pray in his most important moments. Today, as we did last Monday, we're going to simply read the whole chapter for context. If you didn't last week, I'd encourage you to carve out time to read all of chapters 13 through 17 this week. John 17, starting in verse 1, we see Jesus first praying for himself. When Jesus had spoken these words, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him authority over all flesh to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had with you before the world existed. Then he prays for his disciples, beginning in verse 6. I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world. Yours they were, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything that you have given me is from you. For I have given them the words that you gave me, and they have received them, and have come to know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am praying for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. And I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. While I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I have guarded them, and not one of them has been lost except the Son of Destruction that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth, Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their their sake I consecrate myself, 
that they also may be sanctified in truth. Then he prays for the church, starting in verse 20. I do not ask for those only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them, even as you loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you have given me may be with me where I am, to see my glory, that you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, even though the world does not know you, I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made them, I made known to them your name, and will continue to make it known, that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. For additional content, I've linked you again to the Bible Project video on the second half of John's Gospel. They go through chapters 13 through 21. They'll provide a lot of the context and a lot of what's happening in this farewell discourse in the Last Supper. So if you didn't get a chance to watch it last week, head over to the devotional page and be sure to watch that. Reflection time today. Simply imagine yourself sitting around the table with Jesus in the upper room as he prays this prayer. The love and friendship that they share in this moment is almost palpable. So, just as we did last week, simply put yourself in the place of one of the disciples listening to Jesus, surrounded by the ones you love. Ideally, do this as you read through chapters 13 through 17.